With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Mark Animal Mac Young talking to you about Heroes 101 Radio. Give them a listen. Another episode of Heroes 101 Radio. I am one of your hosts. The other one is actually online, but but not ready to unmute yet, and, and he'll get to that. Um, but this is Heroes 101 Radio, and we're here to help you have a happier, safer, healthier life any way we can, if that means passing on some uh, good info some helpful tips. Uh, I'm stalling. Can you tell I'm stalling? I love it when I hear my my co-host because he's got that beautiful lilting. He's got that British accent, and um, yeah, there's, see, there's nothing good about that British accent. It's, there, uh, there, it's he is, there he is. There he is. Thank you, thank you for stalling, my dear. No worries. I'd I'd much rather hear you any day than than me, but yet I still talk too much. So with that, welcome to my my co-host Specter from the New York Initiative. Woo! Thank okay. you, thank you very much. Um, so <laughs> you know, I guess in terms of uh, our new listeners, who who are we? What do we do? You know, we are this. God, it, it feels like I should have the uh, ten second. Um, um, what is it? Elevator speech ready. Whenever, uh, whenever someone asks, you'd think I would by now. We are a grassroots group of individuals who are across seven states and in the UK, and we are saving our world, our community, one good deed at a time. We do all kinds of things. We uh, we teach free self defense. We patrol our cities. We pick up garbage. We feed and help clothe homeless. I mean, you know, whatever we can do to help, we're doing it. So if you guys can think of something that you haven't seen us do yet, hey, let us know. We're always up for uh, suggestions. But you guys want to join us? You want to be a superhero? Check us out at initiativecollective.com and and see what you can do to, to help better your community. And I bet I bet you'll love the fact that we sometimes wear costumes. Sometimes. Not all the time. There you go. Did I get that? I think I got. Did I get everything? I did. Sure. That that was that was good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> Someday. So, Spectre, why are you? I was saying that he was he was coming and he was muting um, before the show started. But but why? Why were you muting? Yeah. So I'm actually. You may be able to hear from the wind whistling in the background, but I have been in New York City tonight, gathering stories for our show. So I have quite 
a collaboration of uh, of uh, stories that, that are fairly topical for this time of year. But I'm not going to spoil the whole uh, the whole subject at this point. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe we should recap um, where we were last week, which was a hot episode, um, if I recall correctly. Right, we were. Uh, oh gosh. This this time last week we were discussing yeah we we got a scare because you know it is it is February and it's Heart Month right so among other things and and we got a, a bit of a scare in our group we our our friend of ours who's fairly young and and what we thought was fairly healthy had a major heart attack in fact he uh, he you know paddled uh, is what they say five times um, so he technically you know, stopped beating, but he's, he's fine now. They, they did replace, you know, they did put a stent in, um, and, uh, he's on his way, knock on wood, do a happier, healthier life. But that was a big scare for us because, you know, nobody expected that. So we had a whole show dedicated to heart health and, um, things that you may not know about hearts, heart attacks, you know, CPR. So you can always catch those, those archives, um, on, iTunes podcasts out there, so you can listen to them on your way to work, whatever. Um, but we were also supposed to talk about Valentine's Day, and and don't cringe. I know a lot of people hear the word, you know, uh, they hear Valentine's Day and they go, "Oh God, I want to vomit." I don't blame you. There's a lot of hallmark, you know, associated with that day, and um, it's uh, it's tough if you even if you have a date. It's so freaking corny and everybody expects too much. You know, so we thought we would give you some really fun ideas on how to have a, a happy Valentine's Day, regardless of whether you're a lover or a hater of that day. But we never got to that because yeah, we I mean, had so much info, right? Yeah, you know what? I, I think um, Valentine's Day is so marketed as something for people who are in relationships. And, you know, obviously, and, and I've got some interesting statistics for that in a minute as to how many dollars are spent per person on Valentine's Day and, you know, some of the, uh, the crazy, <laughs> the crazy commercial aspects of Valentine's Day. But there are some positive aspects of Valentine's Day as well. Let's, let's not knock it. I mean, I'd, I'd always rather be a lover rather than a fighter. But um, at the same time, it's, uh, you know, it, it definitely has its, its negative connotations for those people who are, who are single at this time of year. Exactly. And and that's that's where you get, you know, a lot of these <laughs> well well yeah, we're doing this show by the way because we you know, we didn't get to touch on that last week, so we thought we're gonna do a whole show on this Valentine's Day stuff. And, you know, to make it fun, we, we wanna we've asked people, please give us your nightmare dating stories from hell because, you know, we we find those funny. Sorry. It makes us all feel better when we feel like we're not living up to Hallmark's expectation of what, you know, special dates should be. Ooh, haven't we all learned, you know, from the prom that it's it's never going to be as magical as you think? Or, you know, it might not be. It's very rare. Anyways, yeah, and you yeah know, right? We've, we've, seen, we've all seen the Disney movies. We've seen the, you know, the prince and the princess. But uh, <laughs> as I say, I've been... Uh, I've been gathering evidence tonight, which may not be a shock to many of us, that uh, that whole Disney picture is not necessarily factual. No, no, man. I'm still trying to eat. Have you ever tried to do that noodle-eating spaghetti thing like in Lady and the Tramp? Yeah, yeah, that all happens. Don't do that. 
Yeah, exactly. All that happens is you end <laughs> you up with a big... Don't do that 20 years on? N- n- you know. Spaghetti finger old? No, man. All you get is spaghetti sauce on your shirt. That's what you get. <laughs> you know? that's, so... that's what she said. <laughs> ah! Oh! Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's great. That's where we need to go because <clears throat> really, I was sitting here all day going, you know... We could, I could play devil's advocate and go, I freaking hate Valentine's Day, I hate, which is a lie. I'm the cheesiest, corniest person in the world, but, you know, just for fun, I could go, this this holiday sucks, so uh, what do we have for me? What do we have for someone like me who wants to slap everybody that says happy Valentine's Day or post a heart on their Facebook account, you know, so, what do we have? <laughs> I, I mean, maybe before we get into the whole Valentine's deal, uh, how, how have you guys been doing in the... Uh... California initiative of late. What have you guys been up to over the last week? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's right. I keep forgetting. You know, along with us being a grassroots movement and blah, 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 we we uh, try to do stuff every week uh, so that we can actually, you know, you can't talk the talk if you don't walk the walk. If you're, yeah, we want to do this. Bullshit. Just go out and do it. So um, we've been up to the Meals on Wheels. We do that every week. Uh, this coming weekend, we have a big, um, Valentine's Day outreach. We like to bring, uh, food and sweet homemade baked treats to the homeless, uh, friends we have in Berkeley and San Francisco, California. Because, you know, I heard one year, I I gave somebody some cookies one year for Valentine's Day, a homeless friend, and they said, thank you. Nobody said happy Valentine's Day to me in years. And I thought, oh, man, I, I take it for granted that despite us making fun of it right now that, you know, that we actually have somebody to love and somebody who says, hey, man, here's a kiss or or here's a hug. Happy Valentine's Day. So we uh, started last year was our first annual outreach for Valentine's Day. And we, we made like hundreds, like literally 400 cupcakes, cookies. We we had soup and we had them all just ready for anybody who wanted to come up and get them in San Francisco Civic Center. So we're we're doing something similar this this uh, actually this Sunday. So if you want to join us, get in touch with us. Initiativecollective.com. What are you guys up to, my dear? I know that you guys are uh, weekly going out there and and doing outreach. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, before we even get onto what we're doing, you know, if anyone doubts what the California Initiative are doing, look look on the Facebook page because. You know, look at the photos of the of the previous Valentine's Day outreach. It's it's absolutely amazing. You know, you wouldn't find cake sales in Manhattan in the classiest districts, which look any better than what the California <laughs> Initiative are giving away for free to homeless people. And I'm and I'm deadly serious. It looks <laughs> awesome. It looks like the most fun. And honestly, you get people who have zero hope in their lives, and you give them just. You know the slightest glimmer of hope, and it and it's an amazing. It's a it's literally a miracle for them, and you know to, to be able to do that and and you know, give, give them a sugar rush and, and give them give them some kind of feeling of love on Valentine's Day when they may be feeling at their lowest is is pretty amazing. So uh, a round of applause for the uh, California Initiative, if you will, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Paul. That's a big twinkie. <laughs> that, that it really is a big Twinkie. So you know what the New York team in in reality has been a relatively minor Twinkie, but we, we've been as you say we've been out there on a weekly basis doing our, our homeless outreach. You know what's been slightly surreal and, and if not disturbing to us is um, 
just the lack of homeless people on the street the last couple of weeks. And, um, the, you know, the reason it's disturbing is Governor Como, um, a few, oh, I guess a month or so back, put out an order that once the temperature drops under 30 degrees, he wants the NYPD to be forcibly, and this is his words, forcibly removing homeless people from the street. And last week on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday night, I had, I saw evidence of that. I literally saw eight NYPD officers lifting a single homeless man off the street, you know, while he was literally screaming in pain at them, twisting his arm and, and going to break his arm. And, 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 and I made a fairly public display of this that I was going to put it on the uh, NYPD Facebook page and I had video evidence of, of their abuse. And so we then go out on Thursday on our, on our weekly homeless patrol and we took probably enough supplies for about 40 people, blankets and food and hygiene products and so on. And we were lucky if we saw maybe 15 people, um, whereas, you know, two weeks previous, we'd seen almost 60 people on, on the same night. So it was very jarring in terms of the lack of homeless people on the streets. And it, it could be there was um, an, a, a New York Knicks um, basketball game that night at uh, Madison Square Garden. You know, there was a, a much higher police presence. But at the same time, it was it was definitely... Um, you know, a, a very uh, night and day difference to what we normally see out there and uh, kind of strange. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens this week when we go out and uh, whether the, the folks are still out there or whether they, they've literally been forcibly shipped off to a homeless shelter, which, you know, we can debate how good that is for them. That just drives me crazy. There aren't enough police responding to crimes in progress, and yet they pull the force off to harass the homeless. Because, uh, you know, honestly, and I don't think that it's, and this is this is how I feel whenever I see it out here too. I don't feel that they're actually doing this in the best interest, with the best interest of the homeless in mind. I think they're doing it, knowing that the homeless, the more you see them, the more it's just a bad mark on the city. You know, so getting them out of the public view, especially during the cold. I don't. I don't think they're trying to do that to help the homeless. I think that that the governor is is wasting taxpayer dollars. He's wasting police force hours. But I know that's a discussion for another show. It just drives me crazy when I hear things like that. Yeah, and you know you've seen that in obviously in, in California at the moment with uh, there was some kind of sports ball game I believe. <laughs> Around your area, I don't know, some kind of American thing. Yeah, some little bowl thingy, you know, super, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, it was insane. They went ahead and spent over $5 million, you know, and and you're seeing these posts where you see the, the uh, you know, and I don't begrudge anybody who's, who's got money. They, you know, who knows? They may have, depending on how they made it, you know, it's, that's their money, and, and I I can't be jealous of that but it it was basically um a party for billionaires i mean there were so many private jets lined up at um sfo san francisco airport you know and you knew that the the parties they were throwing super bowl they they made a super bowl city come on man you just just the the caliber of of events and and artists they had and everything else and prices of tickets you knew you were catering to the ultra wealthy and spending five million dollars to make an impression on them when you're moving yeah. the whole tent city homeless 
population out of the way. Um, you had to move them away from, from Super Bowl City because no one wanted to see that. You know, no one wanted the public to really know what San Francisco is like. And uh, infuriating. Absolutely infuriating. Yeah, and, I mean, that that pisses me off big time. Just, just the oh, fact yeah. that, you know, a social problem is unsightly, therefore let's make it disappear. Right. You know, that, right. that's just bullshit. Well, so you know what I loved? There was a huge, and, and I couldn't go because my leg, I, I'm I'm alternating between, it's funny, I just picked up a knee scooter today, but I'm um, I'm alternating between a wheelchair and crutches. The knee scooter is supposed to alleviate some pressure off my hip, you know, until my, my – I, I tore a, a calf muscle a couple weeks ago, so I'm I'm off my feet until March. But I wanted to go to the protest. They actually moved the homeless tent city right next door to Super Bowl City because they, they knew one of two things was going to happen. Either they were going to be allowed to stay there and the world would see the homeless you know, just right there, you couldn't get away from them, or they were going to be forcibly removed. And again, the world would be seeing this as it's televised, you know. So luckily they didn't they didn't forcibly remove them. They let them stay there. Right. But, and, you know, yeah. I was going to ask you to explain to an elderly gentleman like myself what what a knee scooter is, but maybe we should uh, skip that and focus on the uh, the content of the show rather than yeah. the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me obsessing about the fact that you're more rocks than you're more rolled than rocky than I am. <laughs> I'm more rolled than rock. But it, real quick, a <laughs> knee scooter. All it is is it's this thing where you rest your knee. Your leg gets to bend at a um, at a ninety degree angle, and you it rests on this p- puffy foam thing, and it's almost like one of those those. The razor, the razor scooters that that kids use. You know, they roll down the street with them. They're they're basically a skateboard with handles. So this one is a higher the 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 skateboard platforms up higher, and it's got brakes. So um, yeah, I feel quite geriatric. <laughs> it's a little sad, but <laughs> you sound like, you sound like one of the young people to me. I don't know, but uh... okay, good. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to sound too old. <laughs> anyway, so ra- rather than obsessing uh, obsessing over the injuries that you gain being a badass, um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the topic for tonight's show. So, as you say, we were talking about hearts last week, and we we had this whole agenda lined up for for a Valentine's Day. You know, how to keep your heart healthy from a from a romantic or emotional point of view, and and then we've had the most awesome guest, Charity Best, uh, fiance of, of Ted Mills from. Uh, the Legacy Initiative, and um, and our whole show was blown away by how awesome she was. So we, you know, right. we decided to come back and circle back on the whole uh, the whole heart thing and uh, for the Valentine's and an emotional point of view. And you know what? This week seems like an apt time to do it. So one thing I wanted to throw out there before we get into this is we would love we're, we're going to be talking about people's war stories of their own, you know, their own love stories, their own dating heaven or dating nightmares. Um, so if you if you have a story that you would love to share with us, um, head on to the Blog Talk Radio chat room or call in on 347-326-9827. That's 347-326-9827. And we would really love, uh, in, in all confidentiality, we're not going to share your name, but we would love to hear your uh, uh, enormously embarrassing uh, love and relationship <laughs> stories. Uh, and and right. you know, I've got two to share of myself if nobody calls in. So I don't know whether that's a motivation or a lack of. Hey, you know what? The best story gets a prize. And oh, maybe that's me. I'm I'm kind of hopeful then. 
But you yeah, know, I just... been, as, as I say, I literally I took my entire company out for drinks tonight, and I can, and which is why I was late and why I sound somewhat slurred on the phone. And <laughs> <laughs> I I have a catalogue of somewhat amusing, somewhat horrendous and horrifying stories of my colleagues and things that they've done in relationships, including my boss, who's the owner of my company. So, uh, whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 this is, that's fantastic. You, you got them liquored up and then the, the, you know, the stories start flowing. Wow. Nice strategy there. The system works, huh? Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear those, um, you know, and, and, and you know what, not only, not only, um, do we want to hear the horror stories? If you got a really good one where it, was, it turned out really well, we can we can hear those too because you know every now and then we want to hear a happy ending story. So you know if you got one of those, yeah. call in. And you know what? Us. When we say happy ending, um, I've had too many <laughs> stories tonight that start. With, said. I was banging this chick, right? <laughs> yeah, oh exactly. I, I don't want to hear. I was banging this chick, and she turned. It's not. It's not that kind of a show. There's, there's other <laughs> kind of shows for that. So. Uh, but I have right, a few we, of those as well. If yeah, you we go we there. may we may schedule a, a more R-rated show in the in the future, and <laughs> and you'll show, know. Yeah, yeah well, you can too. You can schedule those here because you, you just have to click on a button and let let the to let the audience know which you know what the rating would be. Right now, this one's yeah. Pretty maybe cool. maybe we have an adults one hundred and one radio. Ooh, there we go. See, <laughs> See? don't do that. Yeah, we won't. Don't we'll do it. Don't do it. You know us. <laughs> so. We're, me, yeah, we're not going to go to the dark side. No, not 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 during this one. It's not. It's. it's I crazy. have you now. Not yet. <laughs> we do have cookies. So, you know, um, I was let's, thinking. Let's talk about, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go. You think? Oh no no no! <laughs> well, let's talk about because so I was people say, go. I, I did a bit of research <laughs> on Valentine's Day as a holiday, and and this was before the whole night out deal. So it's vaguely sober and coherent. Um, uh huh. <laughs> so. Uh, Valentine's Day is something kind of weird, right? So Valentine's Day started off for about the first 1,300 years as a religious holiday celebrating a Christian saint who would marry people who weren't allowed to get married, which to me, you know, being from New York, where we were the, the spearhead of the, you know, the, the uh, marriage equality kind of a deal, um, I, I appreciate that. And to me, I'd never appreciated Valentine's Day before, and I'm kind of stealing my thunder from my whole Valentine's Day rent later. But uh, Valentine's Day, for me, if you appreciate the fact that it comes from a uh, marriage equality, I, I kind of like that. And the, the fact that there's not a great deal of history behind it. There, there are various Christian saints called Valentine. There was uh, Valentine of Rome. There was Valentine via Flamina. There was Valentine of Kenny. Uh, there are a number of Valentines, and basically the Christian Church took a holiday and consolidated these various Valentines into the same holiday, um, which kind of sounds a bit like President's Day to me, and I know Homer Simpson hated that, but, uh, you know, why can't you have Lincoln's birthday anymore? But, you know, Valentine's Day is a consolidated holiday of a number of saints from a number of regions, and, you know, maybe that's cool, maybe that's a global deal. Um it didn't have any romantic connotations for over 1,300 years after these Valentines actually lived, and primarily down to Geoffrey Chaucer, who wrote, for this was on St. Valentine's Day when every bird cometh there to choose his mate. And, and 
it kind of implied that this Valentine's Day was a, a, a traditional historical thing, but there was no such thing. It was something he invented in, in his work um, based on this holiday, which had nothing to do with romance or, you know, or, or, or emotional love at all. Um, but, you know, it, it really caught on, and particularly in, in England, where I'm from, as you may tell from the uh, horrendous accent. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> uh I, I just go, I just do that for sympathy. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, from England, he um, Valentine's Day was, was a big deal. And, and in medieval times, when you had the knights and the pageantry and, and so on, um, Valentine's Day became, from like the 1300s and 1400s onwards, became more and more of a big deal. Um, and there, there, there's actually, <laughs> I'd never heard this until I looked at that today. There's, in, in Norfolk in England, there's a character called Jack Valentine, who's like a, a Santa Claus who um, goes around kids' houses and leaves kids' gifts on Valentine's Day and candy and hearts and flowers. Um, and, and in recent times, it's been deemed so inappropriate and creepy for this weird stranger man to be giving children candy and flowers that <laughs> he's pretty much just been dropped off the map. So Jack Valentine, as a, as a character, has just disappeared. But um, it, this creepy, pedophile-esque character was uh, prancing around Norfolk, leaving candy on kids' doorsteps. But forgetting about that, one thing I love about Valentine's Day... <laughs> Uh, apologies for the ramble. But one thing I, I love about Valentine's Day is that there's a, a Valentine's Day in Slovenia, um, which is it, is based on a Saint Valentine, a Christian saint again, yet another one of these 200 Christian Valentine saints. Who um, this Valentine was a beekeeper, and he was celebrated as the the saint of spring and of flowers and of beekeeping. And his Valentine's Day was actually March the 12th. And, and for me, I, I love the idea that spring equals love, equals flowers, equals, you know, bees, equals birds coming back, and, you know, the birth of a new year, and, you know, maybe babies being conceived, what have you. But for me, <laughs> I, I love the idea that Valentine's Day is linked to the rebirth of the year. You know, we, we've been through the winter. It's uh, so let's come out the other side and, and plan what's going to be cool for this year whether you're in a relationship or you're not, and so on. And, and, you know, one thing that I thought was awesome is churches being the birth of Valentine's Day, the birth of St. Valentine, and, and the original concept of Valentine's Day has now come full circle and are celebrating Valentine's Day as a renewal of marriage vows and, and, uh, and, and uh, just a, a celebration of, of love between, uh, you know, between people. And and that to me is is just awesome. You know that that's what Valentine's Day should be all about. So I'm going to shut up. No, no, I love it. I didn't know all that. <laughs> Jack Valentine. At first, I was I was going, oh, that's kind of cool. So the kids almost like Santa, you know, leaving candies and. But yeah, I guess if you think about it, this strange man leaving. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Valentine's yeah. Jack Skellington, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, if only Don't uh, do Jack Skellington. So cool. Yeah, yeah so, don't do that, um, Jack Skellington. They don't want your exactly. candy. So you know, I I was I had no idea that it had that much behind it, and who brought it up. I, you know, you always hear about the Valentine's Day massacres, <laughs> it's like that. So, um, but you're right so, because I, I've got to ask you, Rook. I mean, what, yeah. what do you guys think of Valentine's Day? Are you fans? Are you haters? Do you love it? What What do you think? You know what I've. 
Okay, so my favorite colors are pink, purple, and red with a little bit of black. So for that reason alone, I love it because I'm like a crow and anything that, you know, has to do with those colors or sparkles. And and there is an abundance, an overabundance of all that. So I like it for that. I love hearts. I've always loved hearts. I don't know why. Little kid, I was I loved the shape of a heart. Probably because it was the first shape that I could cut out in a decent way when I was a child. But... I'm also a big, hopeless, hopeless romantic, and a lot of people don't know that, but I love the happy ending. I love the, the whole, you know, Prince Charming and the, you know, just the whole princess thing. But I freaking hate the way that, like I said earlier in the show, it, you're expected, dates are expected to go this way. You're expected to buy this for your person. It's a whole damn diamond, you know, holiday. And if you don't buy someone a diamond for, you know, Valentine's Day, you're you you didn't do what you could have done. You didn't you didn't, you know, go the whole nine yards. And I think that's such crap. But I am a fan of what you were saying, which is, you know, I'll, I'll, I have a ton of friends who say anti-Valentine's Day. Ah, eh, hey, man. I'm going, "You know what? Why why put so much energy into the freaking hate?" Why? Okay, so it's that day again, February 14th. Even though I'm not going to pay any attention to it, you know, either just don't pay attention to it or just show a little love to somebody you do care about, like your family or something, you know, just the whole anti I hate this shit. It's it it, to me that feels so mainstream. It really does. It feels like you're just a joiner because it's so much easier to say I hate this crap than it is to go, well, I'm going to make the best of it. So, yeah, um, I, I completely agree. And, you know, yeah. honestly, the same goes for me <laughs> after I just badmouth the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, <laughs> sports ball. You know, I, I am that guy. That <laughs> I, I just think, you know, when, when I was a kid, one of my idols was my English teacher. He was um, he was actually the nephew of the poet laureate at the time. And I looked, I, I was crazy. I was crazy obsessed that I was going to become a poet. Um, and I looked up to this guy like no other. And, and one thing that he said that will stick with me forever is that the the opposite of love is not hate; it's indifference. Exactly. And, and I, and, you know, and I must admit, I feel fairly indifferent to Valentine's Day, whether I go out on Sunday or not. It, it doesn't matter a great deal to me. Do I hate it to the degree where I, you know, I wish it didn't exist? No way. That that's a very different kind of a thing. Exactly. And like I said, I think it's I think this whole hatred toward it is just it's a bandwagony thing. It's just as bad as someone, you know, it's the whole mentality of, you know, oppositional defiance is cool. And I'm going, no, it's not. Not anymore. It might have been back in the day, but now it's just it's boring. Ho hum. Yeah. You know, you know and, and you if know you what, hate though, something. I, I... Oh, go ahead. Uh, sorry, I was going to say, I, I pulled up some statistics that might make you hate Valentine's Day just a little bit. Um, oh, Lord. Check this out. So every year, um, and, and actually this year, they're predicting a spend of $19 billion on Valentine's Day. I hate to use the word shit, but it is shit, right? <laughs> the shit that people buy each other for Valentine's Day. $19 billion. That's only in the USA. And that's an average of $130 per person. And I'll tell you, I am not spending a penny of that $130 myself. So someone's, someone's picking up $260 maybe because of my slanting off on Valentine's Day. Um, 
They they say 180 million cards are exchanged, 224 million roses are purchased, but 85% of Valentine's cards are purchased by women, would you believe? And 73% of roses are purchased by men. So almost all the Valentine's cards are purchased by women, but almost all the roses are purchased by men. But, do you know, there's a statistic that may be really sad. 14% of flowers purchased on Valentine's Day are purchased by women, and they send them to themselves. How what sad the is hell? that? Wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Bruce Banner, you should keep on walking, man. That is just too sad for right. words. I think that's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it is. That's well. I see. I had no idea. I, you know, I could have guessed about the roses because men don't really. A lot of men. I won't. I won't say all of you. That's ridiculous. Um, don't really feel like expressing themselves in a card. You know. So here, here are roses. Have these. You know. There you go. Um, women, we just too verbose. So why not? You know, just spill it all out on a card. So I can understand that. Um, I'm not saying it's great, but I understand those statistics. But the the ones sending them to themselves, oh man, come on, ladies, I feel bad for you. You don't you, you don't need to do that. Don't you don't do need that. to live up to it, right? Don't do that. You don't need you know to what, live though, up to someone's if, expectations. You know what though? If you're on Valentine's Day and you're feeling sad, is it the worst thing in the world to send yourself a bunch of flowers? I don't know. Maybe maybe not so bad. I I don't know. I'm not there to judge. Well, well, here's the thing. It depends on your intentions. What are your intentions when you're doing it? If you're doing this just to go, you know, that made me feel good. I got to pick these flowers. These are amazing. I love them. Now they decorate my home office, what have you. If your intention was, I don't want anybody to know that I didn't get anything. I'm going to do this to make my coworkers think that somebody, screw that. You know, that's just, that's deceptive. And really? You have to stoop to that level to to make it look like you're worthwhile to someone else. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it all depends yeah, on your... Yeah, maybe if you have them turn up in your workplace in a busy building, <laughs> a giant bouquet of flowers turns up in the lobby. Yeah, that may be a little deceptive. Right, exactly. So. And you're like, for me? For me? I can't believe oh, it. Who was, oh. <laughs> all right. So I guess since we've given you guys the, the, the history, thank you for that. Um, and, you know, now you, you sort of hear how we stand on it. Um, we want to give you some ideas on, on like I said, whether or not you go, I, I hate Valentine's Day or, or absolutely adore it and, and just love the whole love, you know, aspect of it. We're going to give you some ideas on how to spend a um, a fun Valentine's Day. So um, with that. Is this book? Wait, just wait. When's it get good? What? <laughs> right. What the hell was that? That was from the Princess Bride at the beginning. <laughs> oh man, and I, yeah, I'm disappointed I didn't know that. But yeah, <laughs> just only disappointed I didn't know that. That's all. <laughs> so with that, I'm, I'll give a, I'll give out a couple um, things that I, you know we thought, hey, you can do this with or without a freaking date. You know, do this for yourself if you want. If you do have a date, of course, do it with them. But the very first thing that I 
think of when I think of Valentine's Day, I don't think of the roses or the hearts or anything like that. I think of chocolate, and I'm sorry. I will never not love chocolate. I don't give a damn what it's associated with. I love chocolate. I can't eat a lot of it now. In fact, I, I eat almost none of it now. But if I could, I would bathe in that stuff, okay? So <laughs> the first yeah. thing... You know what, and, and I, I hate to be the guy with the statistics, but chocolate candies are the most purchased item on Valentine's Day. They beat roses by like two times the amount oh, of roses. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not and you know surprised. what, today I, I was in the office and um, one of my Italian colleagues came over and he had um, candies that had grappa in the in the center. And grappa, for those who haven't been to Italy, grappa is like a, it, it's basically rocket fuel mixed right. with gasoline or something. It's right. like the craziest, strongest alcohol. And um, and I was assuming he was talking about you know, some kind of fudge or you know, candy mixed with grappa. But these are like shells filled with grappa. Um, and, and I think those are the, possibly the ideal Valentine's candy. I mean, they're, they're extremely strong. They're full of alcohol. Oh, I, hell yeah. I can't see what's wrong with that. You had me at grappa. If you if you said there was ouzo <laughs> in there, that would be now, see? Oh, ouzo and racky. Yeah. yeah, I could do there that as well. Go. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, that, that brings me to the very first, you know, for me, number one, Try not to celebrate Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day if you're going to celebrate it at all because everybody else in the world is and you'll have to wait for everything. Everything's crowded and all these corny-ass couples are everywhere, you know. So if you can wait the day before or the day after, you know, do, do it then. But I would put taking a tour of a chocolate factory as something to do. Um, and Ooh. if you chocolate, right? Take the tour. Usually they give you free samples. And the tours are yeah, always... Yeah, there in California, you've got, you got the Girardelli Chocolate Factory in San Francisco. Ooh, is there any place better than that? Oh, my God. Yeah, we've got like five different chocolate factories here in San Francisco. And each one is, you know, we've got Hershey's, we've got Scharfenberger, which is amazing. And, oh, yeah, yeah, it kills me. But, you know, if chocolate's not your thing, there's always bakery, cheese, or wine tours. Now, come on. Take it to, even if you took it by yourself, how much fun would that be? Free samples. Yeah, and you know, I, I think you're exactly right. Valentine's this Valentine's Day this year is on a Sunday. Why the hell would you want to go out on a Sunday night and, and have a big night out with your partner? Do it on Friday. Do it on Saturday. The places are going to be emptier and cheaper, and you're going to have a nicer time. And you know what? Though, exactly. For me, there's there's um, there's something kind of sinister about one of the recommendations I always see every Valentine's Day, which is around aphrodisiacs. Like everyone talks about, you know, you, you should you should introduce aphrodisiacs into your diet on, on Valentine's Day. You should listen to oysters or chilies or chocolate, dark chocolate particularly. It's going to get her in the mood. And you, you know what? For me, there's something pretty fucking creepy about the idea of, of trying to seduce your significant other by putting something in their food. I mean, it, it's just one step away from roofing them at dinner. Right. And, right. you know, maybe if you, you know, if you want a romantic evening with your significant other, maybe talk to them. Maybe have, have a conversation about how much you care for them. Probably right. oysters is, is not going to get them in the sack. That, that's just my no. advice. If you, have to, if you have to do it with food, come on, man. You can, you're right. Talk to them. Get, get them. get them turned on through their mind. You don't need rohypnol. Um, but the now, oh, I do love oysters. But come on, man, if you're gonna try to feed me those to get some play, that come on, 
it's not going to happen. Yeah, and you know, you know what as well? Oysters. When you talk about food, um, the worst thing I think you could possibly do is go for a for a fancy dessert. Like you know, everybody knows that everyone loves you know the chocolate thing where chocolate's oozing out of the cake. Everyone loves you know cheesecake, thick, delicious you know cheesecake. But after you've eaten a steak or whatever you've eaten for your Valentine's Day dinner, you you, you eat one of those stodgy, heavy desserts. The last thing you're going to be interested in is love. <laughs> if you if you're interested in that kind of a thing. Go for a sorbet. They're they're affordable. They're light. They clean the palate. Um, sorbets are, are the way to go, in my opinion, for Valentine's Day dessert. If you're talking about, oh, food. I love sorbets. I do. I'm a big chocolate freak, but come on, man. If it's sugar, sorbets are amazing. And you're right, especially a lemon sorbet. Um, speaking of sweet, um, and actually, she's more sassy and tart. We have someone in the queue right now who is. Who we adore, who we love, and who is a real life supervillain. Not really, but yes, she is. So with that, we need to bring on Baroness. Woo, Baroness Blackheart. Oh, Baroness. Woo! Welcome. Hi guys. Hey Baroness, how you doing? Long time to speak. For real. I heard I heard Simon say sinister and really fucking creepy and thought I had a call in. Right, <laughs> and she will appear. <laughs> What's up, Here lady? I am with two words. Two words for you for Valentine's Day, man. Godiva truffles. Oh. Godiva truffles. Hang on, one more time for Bug here. Okay, one more time. Godiva truffles. <laughs> there you go. And that first slice of fried gold. Right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you, you going to load those bad boys up with an oyster and some... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it real there. fucking creepy. That's right, Simon. Real fucking creepy. <laughs> but you know what? I freaking love Godiva. I really do. I've never had their truffles. Oh, now that you haven't lived, I buy right? myself. You know how you're talking about the girls that send themselves flowers? I buy myself Godiva truffles every Friday as a fuck it. I got through the work week. <laughs> <laughs> reward, dude. You know, I, I can just imagine Captain Blackheart on his boat now sailing across the Pacific Ocean in the search of uh, Godiva truffles. Godiva. It happens. It happens. He, know, he knows how to calm the storm. You know? <laughs> Bring the truffles. Oh, my God. Do you, okay. Right. You know, you're here, so we've got to ask you, do you have any any date from hell stories or any, you know, really amazing <laughs> date stories oh oh god that laugh right there that's that's you know what dad tells me i have me, to please i have to please the fist on that one <laughs> oh man are you kidding it doesn't work that way right that's, that'd be yeah i've already made this show right r-rated you can go there oh man you know yeah it's like we're gonna we're supposed to have that 101 uh heroes 101 r-rated show in the future i mean uh simon's already specter's already deal you know Deemed it so, but you're not going to give us even well, a little... it's like the, the vagina monologues of Heroes 101. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> we will be. We're, we're going to do... We're going to... Not this one, but we're going to do a whole whole R-rated... Uh, are we? Yeah, let's do it. What the hell? Yeah, you know, because oh, yeah. when I canvassed everyone I knew about their, their disaster date stories, every single one was R-rated. None of them were, were just 
oh, I went out and he missed the bus and he was late. Uh, you know, none of them were that kind of a story. They were all, uh, and then she puked and then, and yeah, dude, <laughs> that's probably a little much for this show. But oh, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a little weird for this show. <laughs> Is there such a thing? Is there... <laughs> yeah, Heroes 101, you know, we only open our mouths to change our feet, right? Yeah, that's it, exactly. That's uh, what she said. Oh, God. See, but, See Kathy yeah. and I are of the whole die, fucker, die generation. That's how we tell each other we love each other. We just tell each other to die. They do. It's true. So, and it's awesome. It's like an awesome love true. story. Yeah. As, yeah. As well, a matter of thing. fact, with with the Valentine's Day, the very first Valentine's Day card that Kathy gave me nine years ago, and I still have it, it oh. you opened it up and it plays Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. And inside he wrote DFD because standing for die, fucker, die. Die, fucker, That's, die. Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's so romantic. Okay, so that's a whole nother genre. We said there's the we hate Valentine's Day, and then there, we love Valentine's Day, and then there's the die fucker die. But I love you. <laughs> yeah, right. Love yeah. it. Love it. Totally. Okay. So, so, you know, so I've got to share for for those okay. who who uh, who aren't aware. The last time I went out drinking with uh, Baroness and Captain Blackheart was um, at a gig the night before Rock and Nightbug got married. Um, yep. And uh, and you guys played a show, and it was awesome. And we got drunk and had the best time, um, just going nuts at a live music show. And uh, Cap and, and Baroness are the best people, bar none, to go to a live gig with. Oh, God. We exactly. are definitely hype men. We are hype, for sure. <laughs> Dude, if we could, if we could fly them out. weeks after that. Oh yeah, you did. If if we could fly you out to every show we had, we would hella fly you out to every show. It's just you guys are <laughs> seriously, you guys are insane. You make us insane on stage. So, you know, it's it's awesome. It was good energy. That was, and you know what, Simon, we did get drunk as hell that night, and we did have a great time. And and there was no die fucker die moments that night, but. Usually, usually, especially when there's alcohol involved, there's at least one die, fuck, or die moment of the night, right? Right. Like, that's yeah, how we yeah. There has to be. And that's right. Do you guys have any plans for Valentine's now, now, what do you guys usually do things for Valentine's Day, or, or how does that go, if you don't mind? So, uh, honestly, we don't. We don't really do anything for Valentine's Day. Um we, you know, we get each other little cards or little chocolates or whatever, try to make each other's day a little brighter. But um, we just try to do like a date night. We've been together a long time. You got to, you know, you got to make time. And we got kids. So you got to make time for yourselves. And actually, we celebrated Valentine's Day last Saturday. <laughs> you did? So, what, what did you guys do last Saturday? Yeah, well, so just... It was an impromptu date night. We got free massages oh. in the Brookstone massage chairs. Right. And we went and saw, um, God damn it, Hell Caesar. Which, no. don't get me started on that movie. I'm okay. fucking pissed about that movie. But, um, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? We didn't really do shit. But it, we did something together, and it was and it was a good, we had a good time. We laughed a lot and, you know, got a little drunk and went and saw a movie real late at night, which we never get to do because we have children. So right. it was a good time. No, see, yeah. see, and you can hear it. 
you can hear it in your voice. You guys, you know, you, you were happy to be together. You're laughing and stuff and, and just, you know, enjoying each other. Now, see, for me, that's what it is. That's what Valentine's Day should be. It shouldn't be, did you get her a diamond? Did you? Did you? You know? Right. Did you do it? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say the same thing. Like, you know, on Valentine's Day, there are so many overwhelming, unrealistic expectations about, you know, did you buy roses? Did you get a car? Did you do something romantic? Did you go out to some fancy restaurant? And honestly, all of that is bullshit. Like, none of that gives you a good time. All, all of that is just people trying to recreate their first date and recreate, you know, some, something that, that has no meaning. And as you say, Baroness, like, the whole thing is, is just being together, having a good time for who you are, just, just enjoying being with one another. And for me, that's enough, whether it's, you know, just having a second takeout in your own home, you know, maybe right. eat on the couch instead of at the table or in front of the fireplace or, you know, have some candles lit. Do something special, but it doesn't need to be, you know, hundreds of dollars of spend for, for nothing, you know. Yeah. No, and and I, I think it's ridiculous. And, I, and I'm kind of, of of the same mindset when it comes to, like, birthdays and anniversaries. I mean, we celebrate them. Like, we do dinner and, and cake and ice cream. You know what I mean? But we prefer to spend our money in other places. And so that's what we do. We go on adventures. We go on trips. We do things. Not, it's, I think that's money better spent than a diamond at Jared. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Please don't go to Jared. Let's go to Disneyland instead. <laughs> I, no, I'm kidding. Oh, no. You know what? Hey, speaking of, since I've got you two on here, Disneyland, you know, has Star Wars land now, right? It's all, come yep. on. Why haven't it's we been happening. there yet? Let's do oh, this. Dude, I, we were there I'm looking at that for, and, for spring break. And uh-huh. seriously, I am thinking Disneyland spring break this year. If if you guys want to come, we're, we're literally ready to book it this weekend. Oh Thank my God! Probably not. You're gonna need it. Radio show, but we're gonna need yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 That's I'm uh. Right. I'm down. I'm down. That's all there is to. Besides that, they're gonna be opening Harry Potter World in uh so Universal we're, Studios. Yeah. Right? We're coming yeah. Harry Potter World in June. Watch out now. That's happening. So yeah, and when we were in Disneyland, we were just in there in October, and um, there was already some signs of the the wars happening. So I'm pretty excited for that. And on top of that, did you see the Disney cruises are also having Star Wars cruises? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, Stop. for those of you who don't know, you're talking to like three. You're listening rather to three of the biggest. Star Wars freaking nerd fans in the world. Seriously. I mean, I think we could give everybody a run for our money, right? For their money, Absolutely. rather. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I mean, the force is strong with the three it's of us. It'll never end. <laughs> no, it'll never end. No, sorry. <laughs> it's just how it is. So we, we're sorry. We're we're sidetracking this a bit, but, you know, this is we love it. You guys want to join us at Disneyland? Let us know. <laughs> Okay, this we is not a sidetrack. We're talking about love and Valentine's Day, and I have a very real love of all Disney and Star Wars. You know what? That That's makes okay. sense to me. I, it makes yeah. total sense to me. No reward <laughs> is worth this. And, the, and, the, and this show is also about treating yourself on Valentine's Day, right? So uh, for me, yeah, the big part of it is is how can I make myself happy? Well, I can get myself a ticket to Disneyland. <laughs> There you go. That's money better spent than a diamond to Jared. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. You know, the diamond, I'm just going to look at it going, I could have gone to Disneyland. I could be on Star Tours right now. 
Yeah, I could be in the Jedi Academy kicking Darth Vader's ass. Right? Yeah, exactly. eating a pickle. Eating a Disneyland pickle. Oh, my God. Okay, so we, let's have another show on Disneyland alone because, seriously, we could go retarded on this. Oh, God, did I say that? Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I said the R word, okay? That's what she said. That's, that's very politically incorrect. Yeah, I know, I know. Here we go. You know Someone's what, we were born before history. it was politically incorrect. We were born Thank when it you. was a different thing. When it was a different thing. It just meant goofy. Okay. Besides now, the word isn't retarded anymore. It's disabled, right? I'm disabled. I'm disabled. For those of you who watch the <laughs> IT crowd. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh... So if since I've got we've got her on the line, let's let's let's. We're, sorry, we're milking you for answers. If you were by yourself, if you didn't have a date on Valentine's Day, what would you be doing? And what would you suggest to other people to do? Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'll see you later, huh? I'll give you a call. <laughs> like true? Like, do you want me to sound cool, or do you want to know what I'd really do? What I would really do is probably watch the entire season of Making a Murder on Netflix and order Chinese food. That's what I'd probably do. That's fabulous. I like that answer a lot because, you know what, that was going to be on, on my – when we talk about stuff to do, you know, by yourself, too, with or without a date, I swear to God, video game night, movie marathon, um, those are all on our list because I'm sorry, that sounds fantastic to me. Let me just kick it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally good with that. That sounds like a plan. That, that, or check that. How about, or, or inviting a couple friends over for Cards Against Humanity, you know, and some alcohol. Yeah. Right? Lots of alcohol. Lots of alcohol. Yep. Yep. So that, or, you know, you know, another thing you can do is you can go to dinner with friends who, who don't want to do Valentine's Day and just go, you guys, let's just go to dinner, whatever. And we don't even talk about Valentine's Day. Let's just do that. Or you Dude, can go I would to... avoid all restaurants at all for all causes on Valentine's Day if I was single, I think. True. Just because, like you mentioned it earlier, couples are obnoxious. Like, that's kind of like why, it's not really why. I think we're just die, fuck, or die because that's our personalities. But that's kind of like <laughs> one of my pet peeves is like my, my cute little couple friends. I can't fucking stand them. I just want them <laughs> to, like, get off each other. It's it's incredibly annoying. So especially if you didn't have another, you know, a significant other, I could see how that might be a little depressing. So yeah, yeah. I think I would I would not not to mention the crowds. What the hell? No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Do it the day before or the day after. You know, yeah. if you are a couple stuff. But you know, I, I think in in this day and age, it's okay to. Um, just do whatever you want by yourself. It's, I, I, I don't think it's so bad, you know, like in the 50s. If you went to a, anywhere alone, people stared at you like, oh, you're by yourself. Oh, you know, and now it's like, whatever, dude, I'm by myself. It's okay. So, you know, you can go to a burlesque show by yourself, and it's okay. It's a little weird, but it's okay. So, um, yeah, avoid avoid the big scary restaurants with the big lines and all the annoying couples, unless you want to throw food at them. That's another fun thing. Have a food fight. That sounds absolutely awesome, actually. Like, on, on your own. Yeah, you get, well, what are, yeah, start a food fight at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. 
No, you know, before somebody comes up and goes, oh, my God, you're talking about wasting food when you're supposed to be feeding the homeless. You don't bite me. Every now and then, <laughs> it's okay to take your leftovers and, and just toss them at some. We've had food fights at our house. So I, uh, I like the idea of a food fight that involves someone who says, I'm gluten intolerant. <laughs> Here, have some you like that red all over your face, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we're yeah, we're a little obnoxious, aren't Geek Pile is is really uh going a little crazy in the chat room telling us uh <laughs> let's get disabled in here. Thank you, Geek Pile. No <laughs> No. Um but yeah, you know, another fun thing to do around the Valentine weekend, I, I think personally, is go shoot your friends with paintball with, with paintball paintball guns, dude. <laughs> Okay, I, love I think the way you any day, yeah, mm-hmm. any day of the year is good to shoot your friends with paintballs. Right? right? Or, or we call that any therapy. Way at all. Right, yeah, exactly. We call it therapy. You know, or, and if you're by yourself, check this out. If you're by yourself, at a paintball place, it doesn't matter because they take a lot of people who aren't there with anyone else, and they, they have rounds where it's just, hey, every man for himself. So you can go by yourself, and you could shoot a stranger with a paintball. Yeah, who doesn't right like shooting chest. strangers? Right? <laughs> and again, if you're going to sit there and say, oh, they were advocating violence and shooting, bite me. Really? Go go be offended somewhere else. We don't have time for you. I, anyway. I'm a superstar. I do what I want. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, these, these ideas, like I said, we were going to do this for people who hated Valentine's Day and people who loved Valentine's Day. And, and really, any of the things that we're giving you, I, that just sounds fun to me any night of the year. You know, mm-hmm. so it does. Video game night. Again, shoot your friends. Video game. Call of Duty. You know, play at your own home oh. with headsets. and. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, wait, who call- Call, Call of, Duty. of Duty is a major point of contention in my house. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, what's going what? on? Is somebody better than someone else? Oh, my God, no. They Nobody nobody ever gets off of it. I can't <laughs> freaking get them to do any God. Can you come to dinner? No. They set the, their food in front of the TV and shoot people while they eat. It's <laughs> to, like, ridiculous levels. Oh, ridiculous. But, of course... I mean, the kids are so much better than Cappy. They're like they're like killing him, and every oh, yeah. and every and that also causes a little bit of contention. I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're just you know what they were born. These kids now, you know, same with Indy. He's uh he's got they have the awesome hand eye coordination. My little twelve year old is whooping the crap out of my thirty two year old son. So it's like you know. I'm going. Wow, this is and and you know they're playing now Star Wars Battlefront. If you guys oh, have it, oh yeah, that game you is know, insanely beautiful. Yeah, that, that game sucked hundreds of hours of my life. Like <laughs> literally, I I don't know where my life has gone the last three months apart from Star Wars Battlefront. It's there, there will be no Valentine's Day there, until probably 2018 in my house until I'm bored <laughs> of that game. Until I right. get to rank 50 and I level up to my Wookiee Bowcast, that, that, that game is not sending off. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Can you tell, if you guys haven't surmised by now, you've tuned into the Nerd Show. I mean, seriously, that's what that's what we do. That's who we are. And Nightbug is so quiet and he's the biggest... Before we get started, 
anyone want to get out? You know, we could have played that at the beginning of the show for anybody who's listening going, I I, I had no idea it'd be like this. I just wanted some Valentine's Day stories. So. Yeah, so you know what, Rock, Rock and Baroness, I've got to bring this back to to the level for a second. So for right. me, like I said, the, the, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. And, and lots of people are indifferent about Valentine's Day. For me, possibly the people who hate, fully full-on hate Valentine's Day are the people who are who just hate being single, who wish they were in a relationship and, and are not. And one of the you know, one of the things I would throw out there is if you hate Valentine's Day, is there anything you could do on Valentine's Day? Well, you know, maybe maybe before you even wonder about what you could do on Valentine's Day. But you know, maybe have a think about how do you feel about yourself? Because if you you know Depending on how you feel about yourself, that's going to dictate how other people see you. And, and nobody's going to want to be, be in a relationship with you if you dislike yourself. And is there anything you could do on Valentine's Day as a single person that could um, improve the way that you feel about yourself? Improve, and honestly, let's, let's get kind of hippie here for a second. Is, is there anything you could do on Valentine's Day that could make you love yourself just that little bit more? Hmm. Wow, you got deep with that. <laughs> I tried. I tried to go there. <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of things you could do on Valentine's Day that would help you love yourself. But the problem is, is the people that are in that mindset aren't trying to are not trying to go there. Do you know what I mean? The people yeah. that hate that hate holidays and like hate things like that. I think it's. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it's because they're not happy with themselves and regardless they're just not going to be happy people people like to be miserable and i think uh it's kind of a projection on how they feel about themselves when they they hate on something it's it's really yes it's 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 totally marketed and it's it's all for money now yeah 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 i get it but the but the idea behind valentine's day is is a good one right it's a positive one celebrating love and the love the people that you love in your life and um, people that hate on that are just not happy with themselves, so they're not really going to be happy no matter what they do. Yeah, uh, I think that, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. That's how I feel about it. The whole, I, I've got to hate something, because, man, you put that much energy into hate, you really are projecting something inside that's, that's just, you know, your issue. So, And Bud yeah. looks like he wants to say something. What do you Oh, I just wanted to cut in and uh, divert again, saying that Geek Pile is in the chat room, uh, both you guys who play Battlefront have to friend him so you can play online. Oh, is, he on, yeah. uh, is he on PlayStation or is he on the evil system? Cause, uh, He's on Xbox. Uh, yeah, What's whatever. an e-box? What's an e-box, Simon? What's that? I said the <laughs> evil system. You know, Microsoft oh. who make Windows? Who, uh, oh, yeah. Whatever. Gotcha. Is it not gotcha. a cross-platform? Is no, no, of course. You know, it's not cross-platform because PlayStation offered and Microsoft said no. Wow. So there we go. That's a different conversation for another day. What year is it? That's around. ridiculous. Yeah, We're that supposed is. to be beyond the <laughs> platform business, you know? Yeah, oh, let's not yeah, get platformist about this. Well, uh, I believe Geekpile and uh, Captain Blackheart are already friends on the Xbox and already play Battlefront. Ah, so okay. I think we're covered. Great. All right, then. All right. That's, now, that's a thing. Now, Spectre, I know you gathered, you know, you said we got to bring it back, so I know you gathered a lot of uh, 
you know, stories from your coworkers, your drunk coworkers tonight. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, but but which ones can you share? Because I, I know you got a few that are seriously R-rated, but yeah. So one of them, um, check this out. This is this. I'm not actually going to share the person's name because it could be significantly incriminating. Okay. But, um, imagine imagine this person is an executive at a company. They have one of their one of their staff who reports into them invites them around for dinner. And this guy, I'm going to call him A because his name begins with A. That's <laughs> as creative as I can become. So this, this guy A goes around to, to his colleague's house for dinner, and um, he sits down at the dinner table. The, the guy's there. The guy's two kids are there as well. And the wife comes out of the kitchen, and she's wearing a miniskirt and fishnet stockings and, uh, and bends over seductively while she's putting this horrendously burned pot roast on the table. And... Uh, and it's all a little weird and surreal while he's eating dinner. And eventually the kids go to bed, the husband goes out to the bathroom, and the wife sat there across the table from A, and she says to A, I hate my life. <laughs> She's hanging out there, and he says, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. And uh, and he tries to turn the conversation to other events, and, and the evening is fairly uneventful, and, uh, and he goes home. So... Uh, the next day, he, he has a bunch of missed calls on his mobile from a, a number that he doesn't recognize. And uh, eventually he answers, and it's it's this woman. And she says, uh, you know, I know there was a connection last night. Um, you know, I, I really don't love my husband at all. And, and, and this, this whole thing becomes, you know, she wants to have an affair with him. He blanks her and blanks her, tries to ignore her calls. This goes on for three months. And, and he's literally ignoring her completely flat out and being as blunt as he can possibly be. After three months, she signs him up and she says the words, I want you to kill my husband. How much could I pay you to kill my husband? Holy and, and, crap. And, and at that point, he phones the authorities. But, you know, this is literally a guy, you know, a guy who invites his boss around for dinner and his wife asks his boss to kill her husband. I mean... That to me, if if there's a date story from hell, it's probably that one. That that probably tops the chance for me. Yeah, uh, the rest are all just like you know boring sex stories and stuff. But yeah, and you know the whole die fucker die thing. I you know as much as I'm in that same vein, I've never I've never gone die fucker die. Let me hire a contractor to take you out. That's that's a different level. Yeah. It's not die fucker die for real. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like that. Uh, <laughs> wow! Are you sure you didn't see that on an episode of Snap, Simon? Unfortunately, not. I no. Oh my god! Uh, that's, yeah, that's wow. <laughs> Psycho bitches from hell. <laughs> that makes all you know. The bug had one where someone broke her nose while you know engaged in certain activities, but that's pales by comparison because you can you can recover from a broken nose you know so <laughs> she ain't she ain't pretty no more but uh right you know, I, I had a similar thing um where where a colleague of mine went out to um one of these um speed dating events and she was she was going around the room doing the speed dating thing and she, she'd been in a long-term relationship she got back into the, the dating scene in new york so she went out to one of these speed dating events and the last guy that she met in the speed dating night, she'd had quite a few drinks by then. She was kind of loosened up and feeling good. And she starts chatting away to this guy. They have a real connection. The guy looks great. You know, physically she's attracted to him. And, and you know, they, they have an emotional connection as well. 
Um, she downs the last of her cocktail that she's drinking and projectile vomits down this guy's face and shirt. And oh. completely projectile vomits like a, a whole night's worth of drinks that she's drank down this guy's face. And um, and, and she, she told me this story and she said, you know what, I'm kind of proud because we actually had a second date after that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty. He, yeah, quite an impression then. <laughs> Despite that's the skills right there. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Chunk. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the stuff love is made of. <laughs> you know you what? She, she was saying to me, uh, like how how much uh, social media has changed the dating game from because you know, I mean, I haven't dated in. Years more than that, and, uh, and you know how much how much social media has changed that dating game, and and the fact that there are tools like Tinder now where you can be a complete introvert, you can have absolutely no ability to go out there and mingle with people, and yet you can still you know you can still get a date with someone, you can still you know introduce yourself to a stranger and and actually you know get something going with with someone that you've never met, and how um social media has met that has meant that you have more people in the dating game, but when you get there to meet face-to-face, it's still awkward as all hell, and it's just really, really uncomfortable. Seriously. I don't, you know what? I I don't know. Would you guys ever go back to, you know, it's like, if you had one night where it was allowed, would you want to go out? Of, I don't think I would. I'm sorry. I know I sound boring, but I'm going, God damn the awkwardness, you know, or the having to worry about, you know, where the date's going to end up that night. No, no, man. I put in my time. I paid my dues. <laughs> I don't think I'd do it. I yeah, would. me too. What about you, B? Would you uh, date? No. No, I don't, I don't think so. That shit was just awkward. Brevin, or Cap, my first date, um, here's a dating horror story for you. He came over to my house with with my my friend Levi. That's how how Cappy and I met. He's my my best friend's cousin, and he came over on like Christmas Eve. Told me set up a pirate ship for my then two year old right for Christmas Aww. with with Levi, and I had made pot roast, and he made me laugh so hard I literally spit pot roast out of my nose like all over the couch um that happened so i don't think i'd go back to that no (laughs) it wasn't fun Mm -mm. it was it was love after that right (laughs) oh yeah yeah that's how he how he knew he had me in the boat literally oh man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I I I don't. God, I think I think Bug and I were. Uh, God, our dating situation. Well, that'll be another show for another time. We didn't like each other for a little while. We still don't yeah. like Bug. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> no, there was a time. There was a time when I could. In fact, I wrote a song about this guy. <laughs> I did. I wrote this song about. It was like it was like like a hatred song. Um. Someday I'll put it out there, but it, yeah, it was like Trent Reznor could have used it there, right? Boo! <laughs> Boo! R- R- Rock, tell the truth. Were you jealous of whoever the hell Jenny is? You know that I, Jenny I know. thing. <laughs> Jenny thing name. I'm like, okay, my name's not Jenny. Okay, okay. <laughs> you call me Jenny once. 
I'm killing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 whole Jenny the Bug used to be in a a band called the Jenny Thing, and um, the the reason they named it that was what was that Bug? Because the name is so common that every dude had a thing for a Jenny. Yeah, what? yeah, likely story. I'm yeah, yeah, that. right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't name the band. Uh-huh. She's still better on that iTunes. Jenny thing. Listen to her. Yeah, well, they're on iTunes too. So if you guys are the Jenny thing on iTunes, so so what about you, Spectre? Did you? Uh, how about you and yours? Did you guys have a? Uh, you know, was it a love at first sight or? Actually, you know, with my wife now, actually, genuinely, it was. We um, we met. Um, I was arranging a camping trip to Stone Circles in England, like Stonehenge and Avebury, and these these various Stone Circles, and um, had a bunch of people on this huge mailing list that I was emailing hundreds of people arranging this big kind of tour of Stone Circles, and um, we met a week before uh, before the trip. Um, we the second time we met was actually on the trip, and I proposed, which surprised me as as much as I think it surprised her. And she said yes, which surprised me even more. And um, and we got married three months later on Halloween. Um, so, you know, actually, it genuinely was. Everybody said it's not going to work. You, can, you know, you guys met through some random mailing list. You got nothing in common. Um, but actually, everything worked. And but uh, I, I mean, I had my share of horror stories before that, though. I I can remember there was a time when I um. I had a, a girlfriend from from Ohio of all places, and uh, she uh, she came over to the UK, and we um, we went out for a night, and I was kind of nervous about going out, and I got drunk before I went out, which is you know always a recipe for success. <laughs> and she, I, I can't even remember at what point in the night she was pissed off with my attitude because she had disappeared long ago, and I I can vaguely remember being at the bar and trying to pay for drinks with, like, bus tickets and things because I didn't have any money, and then beating me up and throwing me out. And I can remember they had, like, a cargo net on the side of a dance floor in in a nightclub that I somehow ended up at later, and I decided I was going to climb this, this, like, Spider-Man, and, of course, it fell off the wall, and I ripped this thing down off the wall. And to cut a long story short, I woke up in the morning on my doorstep with half of my body on the street and half of my body in my house um, with vomit variously spread around um, with a girlfriend passed out also in a pile of vomit, um, which was pretty attractive and and not the kind of thing you want to see when you've woken up from your own hangover from hell. Um, And and no wallet, (laughs) no keys, and just, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I've had a a couple of those nights in my time. (laughs) You were the date from hell. Sure, no, wasn't. That's terrible. Wow. You know, I oh man. Okay, so yeah, it's it's a good thing you're married now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I went there. Okay, look at B's laughing, and, and Spectre's quiet, going, I'm going to kill you, Rock. That's it. It, it doesn't get better when you're married, though. That's the trouble. When you get married, it's just, you know, it just repeats itself in the same bubble. Like, uh, <laughs> but it's a good bubble to be in. I mean, I, I'm not happy in that bubble. <laughs> no, it is. It is, really. There's, there's, more, there's more spiritual vomit after you get married. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there's a good name for a band. Spiritual, spiritual vomit. vomit. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Bug. 
Oh, man. So, okay. So have we ruined all our listeners from the idea of, of love and marriage and Valentine's Day or what? I mean, if we haven't, we still can. We've got you know, so. people left. Yeah. So. I think we've been all very pro-marriage and pro-love. We're all in relationships, I guess. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I was kidding. I think, honestly, I, I think uh, if you guys were to hang out with us, you know, the three, our, you know, our, our families for uh for one day, I think you guys would be thinking, "Yeah, this is this is the way that love should be. It's fun, and it's messy, and it's it's pretty real, you know." So yeah, and you know yeah. what? It has yeah. to be. I mean, Rob, you've been married what twenty something years. Yeah, uh, Baroness, you've been married. I guess similar. You know, I've been married sixteen years. I guess Baroness, you're kind of up there as well. And for you to survive, you know, you get less for murder, right? <laughs> you can do murder and, and get out sooner. So. You to survive that kind of longevity, um, it really takes a, a certain kind of a partnership. It does. Man. You just you just likened it to homicide. That's what. No, yeah, did, you really? did you just compare your marriage to murder? At times, I mean, at times they're closely linked. You hear that bug? You're lucky. <laughs> right now, I haven't killed you yet. Um, Oh my God! No, really, you know the ones, and you gotta worry about the ones who make it seem perfect because it's oh hell no, it is so. I mean, not that you want to go and and you know puke your guts out all over Facebook and let everybody know you're that that bugs me. I'll I'll tell you right now that is a pet peeve. Don't put everything that's going wrong with your relationship out on Facebook. That's just it's really hard to come back from that, you know. After you do, so at the yeah, same time, integrity. Right? Have some t- at the same time, I don't buy it when I see these couples putting stuff up like, "Ah, oh, we're so happy with a BS, BS." You know, he- way. exactly. <laughs> you know, you guys are really hiding something. So, God, if there's anything you guys can learn from um, we old married couples, it's like it just like Valentine's Day. Don't put these unreasonable expectations on anything, especially your relationships, because you're just going to piss yourself off and the other person. So there, there you learned one thing from Heroes 101, if nothing else. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bugs going, I want more die, fuck or die stories. <laughs> yeah. This never end. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, one one thing that I do have to ask, because, you know, we, we've given up the fun things to do when you're by yourself or for people to, can you guys give up a really good date night idea for someone who goes, oh, come on, guys, I just wanted one, I'm taking her out anyway, even though it is Valentine's Day, can you give me a good idea, you know, I, I need something. Anybody got an idea they want to throw out there? Yeah, do something different. Do, like, jump out of a freaking airplane or go parasailing or do something different than just the 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 movie, dinner and the movie. Kathy's giving me the look like, jump out of an airplane. What, are you crazy? I don't know if you know this, but he's terrified of heights. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And the dog had to add a few cents in, too. I'll take fucking chocolate. <laughs> there you go. The chocolates, see? He's down with the chocolates. 
No, but I get what you're saying because you know what I mean? How can you not bond after that? You guys experience like that near death feeling of jumping out of plane. Suddenly it's like, dude, we're good. We got everything else after this. It's easy. Right. You know. Right. So, yeah. A little yeah. adrenaline rush never hurt anybody. There Unless you go. it does. <laughs> Unless you die. <laughs> never until it does. Yeah, so you know what, Baroness, um, my wife and I are doing on, on the Friday before Valentine's Day, and I'm going to bunk off work to do this. I bought her um, vouchers for a shooting range, and we're going to go rifle shooting um, oh. as a Valentine's Day gift. How romantic is that? Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. That's an awesome date, dude. That's awesome. You know, that is so cool. Now, see... Seriously, that's an adrenaline. I, for me personally, I hate to say it. I, I maybe everybody else too. But then you get your friends who are like they they go to the range every weekend, so it's not so much of an adrenaline rush as it is for someone like me. I freaking as soon as you put the gun in my hand and put me in front of whatever it is, the clay pigeons or the or the you know the targets, I get the this zombies. adrenaline rush. It's amazing. The zombies, amazing. Oh, that reminds me. You mentioned this uh, last episode. There's there's one idea I found on the internet. Um, while you're walking to your you know whatever boring Valentine's Day typical idea dinner whatever, um, have a bunch of ninjas attack you. <laughs> so fake ninjas, right? You feel like you feel like you're just like don't We're worry, I got ninjas, them. and then just fight them, and of course you end up being the winner, and and then you can propose afterwards or something. You know what, that that actually, okay, you know what, that is actually a really cool idea. If you're not going to propose, whatever, you can get a few friends who don't want to do Valentine's Day stuff either and go, dude, would you dress as a ninja for me, please, please, and then attack us on the way to this boring-ass restaurant, and I'm going to take you down, and that's it. That's, that's actually, that would be really yeah. fun. The caveat, of course, being make sure neither of you expects the fake ninjas for real ninjas because, you know. Because oh, yeah. that would be bad. That would be yeah. bad. You know, and in our lives, that could happen, you know, with us. Yeah. You guys are uh, real-life superheroes, aren't you? Don't you get attacked by ninjas on a daily basis anyway, every time you go to the car? or Right before the show. Right. Yeah, of course. (laughs) You know, that's what we do. If none happened, we'd be, nothing like that happened, we'd, We'd be so bored. We'd cry. Yeah, I mean, I, I always forget to take photos of when ninjas attack, attacking me because, you know, I, I'm busy. But uh, I, oh, I, yeah. I one of these days I'll take a photo. I always take the photos of the ninja attacks, and you can't see them. So <laughs> I did take the pic. It did happen. They're right there. If you can't see them, that's because they're doing their job, okay? So, um, <laughs> so that, that's pretty cool, man, uh, uh, shooting range. Hmm. I'm, I'm, Bug, did you hear that? Godiva chocolates and a shooting range. Can't we oh, yeah. shoot Godiva chocolates? No, we don't want to shoot. Yeah. No. Out of a no. shot. You are no. so on. No wasting. No wasting. Thank you. That's really- exactly. Come on, man. We feed the homeless. We don't waste chocolate. Well, okay? after after that, we can get C's candy. I, I don't know, man. I, I like C's, but Godiva chocolates, Godiva truffles. It's uh, We're going to have to have chocolate mm. taste testings, okay? That's, that's all. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Wow. I okay. We you know there you go. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? Go oh, go ahead. I was going to ask Rook. Rook, what would be your uh, your favorite um, date night Valentine's kind of a deal? What what would be your your preference there? Okay, this meat. Would be meat meat 
Meat, meat, <laughs> more meat. Hell, I'd drink it if I could. Um, I, you know what? I, I, uh, okay. So people would be like, so massage? What? And, no, man. You know what? I used to uh, be a spa. Uh, I used to be a spa supervisor for for two two and a half years. God, that stuff burned me out. It's like we used to have to come up with all these Valentine's Day specials and all this. I love good massages and everything, but really to have them on Valentine's Day, I'm like, Bleh. um, I you know it has to be something weird like what you guys are talking about. It has to be something outrageously. Hey, nobody does that, you know. So it's like the shooting, the jumping out of a plane because I'm scared. I'm like Cap. I am scared to death of heights. Sorry, as you know. I'd be passed out on the way down. But it had to be something unusual like that. So paintball, maybe. Is Sewer that crawl. A, 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 what? I don't know. What the hell is a, what are you, a ninja turtle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. If you get, maybe a indoor trampoline park. Oh, those are so fun. Those right? are so fun. You know, I never got to do have like the tr- What? Are you still no, I didn't it? take pictures. I took pictures oh. while everybody else did it. Twice. Girl, I take pictures while I'm jumping. They don't turn out the that great. But <laughs> but it's so fun. Yeah, it's crazy, right? See, so something, maybe mm-hmm. something. It, like it's that. all fun and games until you break a kid's leg, though. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, That's yeah, a really bad joke. That. But that actually did happen. There's a there's a place called, I uh, can't remember what it's called. doesn't really matter. But it's a trampoline park that's here mm-hmm. in Utah. And um, we did. We saw a kid that like bounced off the trampoline on the on the wall and just happened to hit. There's like seriously like four inches of bar in between like the wall trampoline and the trampoline that are that's on the floor. And he just hit that that just little teeny bit of metal and freaking cracked his his arm. And I've never seen a break that oh, bad. It like oh, came out oh of his skin. It was horrible. Oh god, horrible. a compound. Yeah. That was bug bug. Uh, no, I actually did that. Yeah, I I hurt a kid's mm-hmm. leg. It was and, and mm. the the saddest thing was the the thing was closing. The session was over. Everybody was jumping to get off, and I think, no, every, they were like it was like okay five was, minutes. Yeah, yeah. And everyone started going nuts, and then oh, I no. I yeah. did a really high jump, and I was coming down, and there was a kid who was he, he, he was coming down at the same time, and I just. I tried to get out of the way, but you I, I hit him right on the, I think it's the ankle. Yeah, his ankle. So, oh, we had to stay with him and make sure that he was okay until, yeah. you know. Oh. Until the, I know. So it was like, oh, man, talk about a, a date from hell. <laughs> that was terrible. I got I got a lot of crap from clot work that day. Oh, saying <laughs> that you did it, you did it uh, on purpose? Yeah. That you aimed for the kid, that you're really a real-life supervillain? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, well, yeah. Yeah, that that would work. But yeah, so some something like that, something fun. Cards Against Humanity. I don't know, but I just realized we are we are Specter. We are down to the three minute mark. Oh my what the goodness! Heck? How did that happen again? That's what happens when you put us together. It's been far too long. <laughs> That's the problem. You know, it's like especially you get Baroness out together with us. Three in the morning, heading out to Nico's for for cheeseburgers and stuff like that. And risking your life. Damn cheeseburger in Oakland, man. Okay, she said in Oakland. My listener, you know what, listeners? She decides that she's gonna go have cheeseburger. Real life supervillain, not scared of anything. She goes to like one of the scariest parts of Oakland (laughs) twice at like three in the morning. Like I don't care. (laughs) 
I didn't care. They had good damn cheeseburgers, man. It was good. It was it was worth it. I live on danger. That's right. See, real life super villain. Okay, she's got this. <laughs> and you were watching somebody break into cars right out in the parking lot, and they're like, so "Yeah, well, what, but what am I gonna do? Like, yeah, right? we did. We saw that happen. But what the hell? There's two cops sitting right there. They weren't concerned, so we were like, okay, divert your attention. Don't look. Don't look them in the eye. Just keep hey, walking. Yeah, our eye on the cheeseburger. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> See, that's perfect right there. Real life supervillain. For real. <laughs> For real. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Spectre. I'll let you <laughs> take the rest of the show because. So, um, I mean, I guess if we've got two minutes left, what advice would the, the four of us give? Uh, I guess we'll go around the table. Uh, advice for anyone who thinks Valentine's Day sucks and, and you know, can't stand it, um, Baroness. Any advice at all for those uh, for those poor folk? Yes, Valentine's Day is like any other day, and it will be whatever you make it. Oh, awesome. Well, crap, awesome. there you go. I don't even have anything to say <laughs> after that. that. That's it. So. Uh, how about you, Nightbug? Any ideas for, for those people who are Valentine's Day haters? Uh, get a date. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> or play a video game, man. How bad could it be, you know? Yeah. But don't bring right. it down. Don't- don't bring it down for the people who like it and have fun. Yeah. How about you, Rook? Advice for the haters? Oh, man. No, no. She said it already. I, I you know, she, she, whatever I was going to try to say in 5,000 words, she, she kind of just condensed <laughs> it right down there to, to the base of it. So, yeah. And make it, make it, it's going to be whatever you make of it. So, love it cool. or hate it. And that's you- what you get. How you know, about you? For me, uh, the the only advice I would give you is go somewhere new. You know, go to a city that you've never been to before. There, there's a shitload of them out there, and and it, just explore a new place. Go to a new restaurant. Go go to a museum. You know, whatever. Just go somewhere new and do something on your own. Uh, maybe learn to like yourself a little bit more. Yeah, there you go. It's all about love. Learn to love yourself a little bit, or figure out why yeah, the hell you then don't. Maybe other people will kind of like you too. Yes. Uh, no, what a, no, I didn't. Um, so I guess we've got to wrap this show up. Um, I guess we've got to say uh, <laughs> thank you to my, my lovely co-host, Rock, to uh, Nightbug on the soundboards, to Baroness. Thank you very, very much for dialing in. It's uh, very cool to catch up with you again. It's been way too long. And uh, yeah. thank you to my uh, anonymous uh, people who have donated stories to the show as well. I've got a ton more that I really wish I could share, but spitting on people is just not appropriate for this show so (laughs) thank thank you very much to everybody and we will be back very soon with another Heroes 101 radio woo thank you happy Valentine's Day happy Valentine's Day too good night good night
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.